Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's Jalen Warren first, then Deontay Johnson second. Both saying that the Steelers took the Arizona Cardinals lightly on Sunday. They'll get over it. It'll be all right. No problem. No worries. Just the Steelers losing one of the most embarrassing games in their head coaches near two decades in Pittsburgh now. No big deal. Eh, we just didn't really care. We saw it coming. You know, everyone saw it coming throughout the week. We didn't care enough about this game, even though a lot to play for in that game against Arizona, and I think it played out on the field. It looked like a team that was sloppy, ill-prepared, disinterested, I think is a really good way of, of putting it. Just a team that really, to be totally blunt, didn't quite give a damn enough about playing the Arizona Cardinals as the Arizona Cardinals, at 2-10, and 10, cared about playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm Josh Roundtree. It's a fan evening show. Happy to be with you tonight until 10.35. But Deontay Johnson saying today the Steelers took the Cardinals lightly. And <laughs> I think that there are people that uh, probably work for the Steelers that when Deontay Johnson steps in front of a microphone or a camera, they get a little tight, probably, because the guy tends to say things that we use as uh, – Nice little fuel for our fires here on talk radio. I appreciate Deontay Johnson's honesty, though. I I really do. I appreciate the fact that he's willing to tell it like it is, and, and maybe this needed to be said. Maybe it needed to be aired out that this team was not focused enough for the game that it just played. Maybe it needed to be aired out that this team took an opponent lightly in the first football game of December, after firing its offensive coordinator, they went out and they laid an egg. They didn't care enough. They weren't as focused or involved as they needed to be. There's going to be one-offs every season. I mean, look, the, the Dallas Cowboys lost to that same Arizona Cardinals team. It, it happens. Good teams can lose to bad teams. The Eagles, as good as they are, lost to the Jets. Not the Aaron Rodgers-led Jets. They lost to the Jets. It happens. Good teams lose to bad teams in the NFL. The problem right now is that the Steelers, are they a good team? Mm, I don't think so. Are they a bad team? Mm, I don't think so. And herein lies the problem with the Steelers, is that, They have been stuck in the middle 
for far too long now as an organization. For far too long, the Steelers have been the, well, they're going to have a winning season under Mike Tomlin team, not the, hey, they're going to contend for a Super Bowl kind of team. And I think we have reached a point now where when you hear players make comments about a quote-unquote player's coach, and that's how I take Deontay Johnson and Jalen Warren's comments when they say, you know, we weren't ready or we weren't focused or we took them lightly or whatever the case is. When I hear that, my first thought is that's the head coach's fault. That's on Mike Tomlin. That starts at the top. A coach's job is to prepare his players and have them ready to play the game. That is, it's probably not in Webster's dictionary of coach. I don't really know what that exact definition is, but but that's what it is, right? When you are a head coach, your number one job description is to have your team ready to play. The Steelers and their head coach failed in that department this week. And the result was an embarrassing loss that when we talk about the quote-unquote Tomlin losses over the years, has to rank right up there near or at the very top. Now we have a wide receiver who makes $18 million per year, the team's highest paid offensive player, Coming out to the media today a couple of days after they get embarrassed by the Arizona Cardinals in just a dreadful game, weather, results, performance, experience, all of it bad. And that $18 million a year receiver says we took them lightly. Well, again, I appreciate Deontay Johnson's honesty, and I do take his comments as a direct reflection of the coaching staff. How could you not? At the same time, buddy, you make $18 million a year. You're the highest paid player on the offense. How about you say something and do something if you, throughout the course of the week, if you were able to see throughout the course of the week that this team is not ready to play, this offense is not ready to play, why don't you do something about it? Be a leader for the $18 million that you're getting. Not everybody is an inherent leader. I get that, but that offense, especially when Kenny Pickett went down, who is a leader on the offense? Who is a leader on this football team in general right now? It's a serious question. A lot of people will say Cam Hayward, TJ Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick. Those are all defensive players. Who is a leader on their offense? Is it Kenny Pickett? He was named a captain. Are guys buying into what he is doing, though? And when he gets hurt, then what? They don't have an offensive coordinator anymore. Some would argue they didn't have one in the first place. This has all led to a sloppy, inexcusable game that now puts their season in a little bit of peril. The Steelers are not dead in the water. They're not out of it, but a win in that Browns game where they looked, I thought, fairly unprepared, and that game ultimately led to the dismissal of Matt Canada. In the middle of that, 
they scored 16 points and people were celebrating, ready to have a parade on how good their offense looked, but only scored 16 points. And now they put up 10, including a garbage time touchdown to maybe salvage a score a little bit against one of the worst teams in football that came in really with nothing to play for. I'm sure behind closed doors, there were people within the Arizona Cardinals organization who were actually a little bit upset at the fact that they came in here and saw a team in front of them that really had no interest in playing them. Arizona is better off losing games at this point. And some might argue now the Steelers are in that same boat. I heard Crowley this morning saying that he kind of just wishes the Steelers would lose out. That maybe that's what it would take for a significant change, a significant adjustment. Here's the thing. They could lose out. Mike Tomlin's not going anywhere. Art Rooney is not going to fire Mike Tomlin if this team loses out. What they will do is they will say we lost our starting quarterback. Injuries caught up to us. And we're going to give this another go with Mike Tomlin. I, I don't think that there is anything that could happen in a realistic sort of realm down the stretch here this season that would cost Mike Tomlin his head coaching job here in Pittsburgh. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. But I can't get over the fact that the quote-unquote player's coach has now from multiple players of his, guys that he has defended, mind you, in certain situations, hello Deontay Johnson, and you don't have to go very far back for him defending Deontay Johnson. Uh, He did it yesterday. When Mike Tomlin met with the media yesterday, and he was asked about Deontay Johnson a week after failing to jump on a fumble and having to apparently apologize to his teammates over it. Deontay Johnson, down two touchdowns, does a celebratory dance after scoring in a three-quarters empty Acrisure Stadium that's being pummeled by hail and rain and whatever other garbage. It felt like the locusts were going to come down and the, the river was going to turn to blood for a brief instance there. But to see that and have Mike Tomlin questioned about that and get snippy back at a reporter for asking that question and say, well, what do you think about it? Mike Tomlin is smart. He knows the deal. He knew what he was doing in that situation. He was sticking up for his player in that moment. He decided to, instead of, putting the player on blast, and this being Deontay Johnson, he decided 
that he was going to play it close to the vest and, and he wasn't going to share his opinion on a guy celebrating down by two scores late in a football game. An embarrassment. And a day after Mike Tomlin stepped out and openly defended Deontay Johnson, Deontay Johnson went and spit in his face and said, all last week, we weren't prepared. We weren't ready. We took that team lightly. He took a direct shot at his head coach, whether he meant to or not, and I don't think that he did mean to. I would not sit here and say that he intentionally meant to shame his coach given what happened last week, but he still did it. He still went out of his way and said, we took that team lightly. He could have very easily, Deontay Johnson today, have said, no, I felt like we were prepared, we just didn't execute. He could have given that same old line, that same old BS that we have heard from this team when they have lost in embarrassing fashion to the 49ers, to the uh, the Texans, when they lost to the Jaguars, now this game, when they lost to the Browns. A lack of execution was always the, the, the main phrase that came out of that locker room. This week, though, when they lose to a 2-10 team, all of a sudden – well, we weren't focused. We weren't ready. And the guy that takes the brunt of that is the player's coach who's adored by the national media who won't pay attention now to this, this remark being made. National media who, as recently as yesterday, were throwing Mike Tomlin in the discussion of Coach of the Year. National media who today, one of them, and we'll talk about this as we go tonight, a national media member saying that we would be idiots if we wanted Mike Tomlin out of Pittsburgh. We would be foolish. How dare we? Other teams would just scoop him up and take him. Meanwhile, in the locker room where the national media, for the most part, shout out to Brooke Pryor, who is national media but is there every day, the national media are not there. They are not in the locker room. They're not paying attention, apparently, to this Deontay Johnson quote, to the Jalen Warren quote after the game the other day, to multiple players now who said, we took that team lightly. And that falls back on Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin likes to make this case about, you know, they're on a moving train, moving train this, moving train that. Well, it looks like some guys are starting to question the conductor. They're starting to question the direction of that train. Whether they are intentionally doing it or not, it is impossible to hear that quote from Deontay Johnson and not think that he is making a comment and a reference to the way that this team has been led. And again, whether he meant to do it or not, he did it. And you know what? He is absolutely, positively, unequivocally right in what he said. They were not ready, and it is Mike Tomlin's fault. And the question now becomes, here in Pittsburgh, is it time to reassess, truly reassess, and we've, you know, this is a, a topic year after year when the Steelers fail. Is it time to truly look at the direction of this football team and wonder if it is right? Is it going, this train, in the right direction? When a veteran player making $18 million a year says we were not prepared for our opponent, we were not focused for our opponent, which is what came out of Deontay Johnson's mouth today, you have to you have to wonder, if you're Art Rooney, what is going on in that locker room that led to that result? 
what could be a season-changing, a season-defining loss. How did that happen? How does it keep happening? How did we lose to Dorian Thompson-Robinson? That has to be asked. And yeah, they fired the offensive coordinator. But is it enough? Is that enough change for this football team as it currently stands? It's going to be a fun show tonight. 412-928-9370. That's the number if you want to join us. Our Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, Ram, and Peters Township. You can visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. Where are you at right now as a Steeler fan? Where are you at as an observer of Mike Tomlin? It's been nearly two decades now with this guy here. The results were really good early. The wins have been there. The winning seasons have been there. But is it enough? Can the Steelers do better? Let me know. 412-928-9370. We'll take your calls if you want to hop in. We're also going to dive into uh, a tweet that I put out recently. You may have caught it. Got a little got a little heat for it. We're going to talk about that as well. We've got a lot to get to. Mitch Trubisky talked today as well, but I'll be here with you on the Fan Evening Show until 1035. 412-928-9370. That is the number if you want to join us. I'm Josh Roundtree. It's a Fan Evening Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 